Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the Cats, right here in Lexington. And I am Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. And together, Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking the Cats. If it is a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the show is brought to you by Lex Start Nutrition. We'll tell you a little bit more about them in a bit. Uh, we are going to talk football, basketball. We're going to do our weekly over unders. Uh, we got a lot to get to, so let's just jump right in, Kyle. Um, we'll start out with some stuff that we neglected to mention yesterday on the football side because we were focusing on basketball. A couple award lists came out, and I think we ought to pat ourselves on the back to a certain extent because Josh Allen was named a semifinalist for the Walter Camp Player of the Year award. And that is an award, you know, it's kind of similar to the Heisman where it's for anybody, you know, in any position. And he is one of 15 players on the semifinal list, one of only five on the defensive side. Kyle, you and I were trying to ring that bell early, weren't we? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's, to me, he's, you know, in the conversation for most dominant defensive player in the country. He And like I've said before, even as good as his stats are and they, you know, he's at the top of, the SEC and in some cases the country and in, in several areas, uh, even as good as those stats are, I don't even feel like the stats tell his whole story because of how often he's been held and, and it's been called or held and it's not been called <laughs> how often the other team's got to use another guy basically to account for him um, or had a false start because they were uh, a little bit shook by him. I mean, he, his impact has been, you know, on so many snaps beyond just when he gets a sack or a tackle for loss or a pressure. Yeah, speaking of his stats, he is a half a sack away from the all-time record uh, for UK and one sack away from the single-season record. We will get to a little bit about our thoughts on that when we get to the over-under. He was also, Josh Allen, one of the five finalists for the Bronco Nagurski Award, which is a top defender in the country. And I think, honestly, that's probably the best name in all of college football awards, Bronco Nagurski. When you just hear those words, you automatically think football. Not because of, like, Bronco Nagurski, no offense to him. I know he was a great player back in the day. But that just sounds like a football dude. Yeah, the Bronco Nagurski Award, I think you have to be tough just to be in the running for an award like that. It's a tough-sounding name. It sounds like somebody, to me, that would be wearing a leather helmet. And maybe Bronco Nagurski, Nagurski was was a leather, leather helmet guy. I actually don't... Uh, I didn't cover Bronco. I don't know uh, exactly how far back and what the, what the uh, equipment was like when Bronco played, but I assume it was something very rugged. Yeah, it sounds like it, he would definitely – he'd probably be wearing a leather helmet in today's game. That's how tough Bronco Nagurski is. Um, so. uh, speaking also of Josh Allen, one more quick note on him. He accepted an invitation to the Senior Bowl today that was tweeted out by one of the Senior Bowl representatives, so he will be – at one of the premier events after this season wraps up for Kentucky to show off his talents to NFL uh, GMs and such. Uh, One of the other seniors who is looking for some history in Saturday's game will be Mike Edwards. Jen Smith had a a piece about how he is one tackle away from joining the 300 Tackle Club. There are only 19 players to reach that group, and if Edwards gets another tackle this season. He'll just be the second DB in that group overall. Uh, Mike Edwards, I believe, and this is not necessarily a shot at anybody else, I think he's been the most consistent defender for Mark Stoops 
over the past three, maybe four years, and those tackle stats coming from the defensive back position kind of show it, Kyle. And I feel like he sort of got overshadowed this year because some other guys really stepped up, and obviously Josh Allen became a huge star. Darius West took a little bit of the attention even there in the secondary. Cash Daniel, you know, known as Mr. Tough Guy. But, you know, he's been really good kind of from day one. And as you said, certainly over the last three years. Um, and, and it's not like he's been bad this year. I just think it, it, it says something about all the other um, talented guys they've had on defense this year that he hasn't maybe been the first or even second name you mentioned, but a really, really good player who they're going to miss a bunch. I mean, this senior day, when you look at what they're the guys that they're going to be honoring, meaning the guys that are going to be gone for sure after this season, it's, uh, you know, People, I think people should stress a little bit about what, what's going to be left behind on that defense without Mike Edwards and Josh Allen and some of those guys. Yeah, and I think they should come out to the game if, they're, if they can and enjoy him because it will be their last chance to see him. And the game is on SEC Network Alternative. I think most people or all people get that channel if they have the SEC Network on whatever they watch. Uh, but a lot of times people have issues finding the game. And I always see those complaints on social media when people are trying to find a game on SEC Network. Uh, let's just quickly dive into Middle Tennessee just a hair. Uh, they have had some of the numbers that might scare Kentucky fans. They've scored 128 points in their last three games. But of note, all of those opponents are above 100 in the rankings for uh, college football Division One teams this year. So they put up a bunch of points against teams that aren't very good. Also, Scottsdale, their quarterback, uh, he's really, really good and has a bunch of records. This season he's thrown for 2,298 yards, 21 touchdowns, five interceptions, and for his career he has 108 touchdowns. That's a bunch of touchdowns. So, Kyle, I guess you worry about Middle Tennessee's offense putting up so many points that Kentucky's offense can't even try to keep up. Brent Stockstill uh, is the coach's son. Uh, he's been prolific. He's uh, That offense has been pretty prolific since he's been there. Of note, you know, you mentioned the last four games. They've, they've won the last four. They've, they've put up some offense in the last three. Uh, but they've played two SEC teams already on the road this year. They've lost at Vanderbilt 35 to seven, lost at Georgia 49 to seven. Stockstill, the quarterback, uh, 178 passing against Vanderbilt and 138 passing against Georgia. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. Those were by far his two worst games of the season uh, in terms of yardage, touchdowns, interceptions, uh, quarterback rating. Um, you know, he. He put up most of his numbers against much lesser competition. Threw for 407, five touchdowns, no picks against UT Martin. You know, threw for 352 on against UTEP with four touchdowns and no picks. So, you know, yes, they are a good offense, and he's a good quarterback. But against some of the best competition, it's been a little bit different. Kentucky, we you know, has established itself as a really good defense. You know, I don't think – I don't think even with some of the things that have happened here lately that, that I would question that. I think they'll probably be one of the better defenses he's faced all year. If I go back to last year on Stockstill, threw for 166 against Vanderbilt last year, 
did play pretty well against Syracuse. 269 passing, 60% completion, three touchdowns, one pick. Uh, and they have they played Syracuse on the road within a touchdown. So I think there's a little bit of a challenge. There's certainly the way Kentucky's been playing. It's you you have to probably hold your breath if you're a Kentucky fan. But um, this still feels like a game to me that it, unless Kentucky is just like for some reason quit, which I don't know why they would with so much still on the line and senior day. Uh, this is, this feels like a game where Kentucky's got uh, probably too much for a team like MTSU to handle. We will pick that game and do our over-unders in just a second. wanted to let you guys know a little bit more about Lex Start Nutrition. I'm going to read here a message we got from Michael, who's a listener and heard about Lex Start on this program, and how much they are helping him out. He said, Emily at Lex Start is awesome, got my blood work back, and she laid out an entire meal plan, food ideas, recipes, and everything. It's kind of overwhelming, but she's making it much easier. Really glad I heard you read that spot. Lex Start Nutrition goes beyond basic diet tips with their revolutionary leap therapy. A simple test allows Lex Start's certified leap therapist to pinpoint the exact foods and ingredients that give your body the bad kind of blues. Symptoms like inflammation, sinus congestion, chronic pain, IBS, and even heartburn can be improved or eliminated by following your highly personalized LEAP protocol. Lex Stark even accepts insurance like Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield, Humana, Health Savings, and Flex Spending Accounts. Visit LexStartNutrition.com or call 859-429-8935 for more information and a free 15-minute phone consultation. And right now, Lexstart is starting a new program about meal prep, so ask him about that. That's L-E-X-StartNutrition.com, and Lex gets started today. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. All right, let's jump into our over-unders. There are three, as there always are. This week, we are doing Josh Allen's sacks. I'm setting it at one and a half. Um, C.J. Conrad catches. Obviously, these are going to be Senior Day themed because it is Senior Day on Saturday for Kentucky. And then finally, how many guys cry during their introductions uh, at Kroger Field for the last time wearing that uniform here in Lexington, Kentucky? So, Kyle, let's start out with the Josh Allen sacks. Uh, one and a half over or under. Quick note so far. Um, stock scale has been sacked 22 times, so right about two per game for him. And do you think uh, Allen will be able to get more than the average? First of all, Curtis, you've got to say his name right. No, I don't have to. <laughs> I got it. Re- stock still, Brent. Stock still. Still, like a like a still stock with still. like a still. Do you make alcohol in? Yes, stock still. What have I been saying? Scale. Stock scale. <laughs> Brent Stockstill, and the coach's name is also Stockstill. Well, Rick Stockstill. Well, I won't be interviewing them after the game, and I doubt they'll listen to this podcast, but if they do, well, I just motivated Middle Tennessee. Anyway, how many times will he be hitting the turf because Josh Allen will be tackling him behind the line? Uh, I think, uh, what, what was the over one and a half on yeah. sacks for Allen? Mm-hmm. I think he gets two. I think he gets two on senior day. Uh, you know, I think he's probably been as frustrated as anybody these last couple games um and and this is his last opportunity to play at home and uh, 
this is an opponent that you would think he could probably, whoever they got up front, he could probably uh, outman because he's been able to do that to SEC offensive lines. So I would assume he can uh, he can get it done against this group. I think he, I like I like Josh to get in the backfield for a couple sacks. Uh, he might hell he might put up three or four. Um, he's chasing if he's chasing a record. I think there's a piece of that too. Um, yeah, I think I think he gets a couple. Yeah, uh, so he'll. I mean, in theory, he would uh, just needs one to break the record and then tie the single season. One would also get him there, but I think he'll get two as well. A lot of emotion. He'll be able to channel it the proper way and get in that backfield quite a bit. And as you mentioned, Kyle, it isn't it isn't exactly a fair matchup with any offensive lineman, uh, let alone someone from Middle Tennessee. Uh, second one, we are going to go with C.J. Conrad catches. He is averaging right now 2.3 per game, so we will set the over-under at 2.5 on senior day. I am going to go first, and I am going to say he's going to go over. They're going to make a concerted effort to get him the ball, and he is going to have at least three catches, maybe four, maybe five, maybe a touchdown or two. C.J. Conrad is going to have a big day on his senior day, and all fans will rejoice because people want to see tight ends catch the football. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I guess I disagree with you, so we're not all the same, but uh, I think they target him. I mean, he's probably the most valuable senior uh, offensive player and has, it's been a sort of a frustrating career for him at times, probably. Uh, I think we talked about this early in the season, maybe before the season, that, you know, if they didn't, if he didn't have a big year, there's a very good chance you could look at CJ Conrad and think he was, it was one of the biggest wastes of a, of a, of potential and not really for any of anything he's done, just that they haven't been good enough at the quarterback position to get the ball to him or they've needed him in other ways and not been able to utilize him in the passing game. But um, I, yeah, I think in a way it's kind of a shame that he hasn't gotten more opportunity. Some of that's injury related and a lot of different factors, but uh, they got a chance now to, to send him out on a high note, and uh, I think they'll look for him, and he'll get he'll get three plus. Finally, how many seniors will cry <laughs> during the introduction? Um, I set the over under at one and a half. Kyle, do you think two guys will shed some tears on senior day? I think I think Josh Allen will cry, and I think that's it. Ooh. I'll say under. Wow. Well, uh, then you didn't need to necessarily kind of disagree with me on purpose on the last one because I think I think this is the easiest one, and it is going to go screaming over, like all the way over. Josh Allen, as you mentioned, huge candidate from where he came from to where he, where he is now. Also, I'm going to go ahead and guess he's going to have his his little 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 child with him, which is always a tear-jerking moment. So he's going to be holding a, a cute little baby you know, it's going to get the best of him. Then on top of that, you got two not kind of nominees from the offensive side of the ball, both on the offensive line. When I was over after practice uh, this week for the offensive interviews, they, they were all asked about who would get emotional. And two guys' names both came up, George Asafo Ajay, who, uh, you know, kind of a big softie. You can see that. He's, as we talked about, Kyle, offensive line and the big teddy bears. And then the other one, Bunchy Stallings. I think uh, all that he's been through, if you don't know his full story, it, it is kind of incredible. I mean, his, his mother passed away during his time at UK. He said this week that his mom's family would, would be at this game, 
And so there's going to be a lot of emotion for him. I feel like he's had a really solid senior year. Probably opened some eyes uh, from the NFL side, so maybe he's going to be able to extend his uh, career into some some pro money making things. So you know he's got to be super thankful, I'm sure. And I mean his whole UK uh, career has been kind of a fun story. The from his recruitment where, where John Schlarman and I think it was Shannon Dawson at the time, I can't 100 percent remember, were sleeping on the floor to try to get his uh, recruitment because they got snowed in when they were visiting him. Is he's just, you know, I think his backstory is going to make him tear up a little bit. So I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take three guys, uh, and I think that's what's going to happen. So now let's pick the game. Uh, Kentucky, I believe, is favored by about two touchdowns. Kyle, what do you think will happen in this game? Give me a final score and how they get there. I'm going to say Kentucky 27. Uh, MTSU seventeen. I'm I'm not sold on play on this offense. I think MTSU will be overmatched, and uh, I don't see MCSU winning. Uh, but I'm but I think the offense will still struggle enough. All right, I got a higher score from Kentucky. I'm going to keep betting on the offense, even though I'm probably going to be continually being wrong. I got Kentucky thirty-five, Middle Tennessee fourteen. You're going to have a bunch of touchdowns from a bunch of different guys, I feel like, because they're going to want to get all the seniors involved in any way possibly they can. So we haven't even mentioned this really at this point, but it's probably Benny Snell's last game at Kroger Field as well, being a junior, all that he's accomplished. Everybody kind of thinks he'll go pro. Obviously, that's not a guarantee at this point, and he hasn't announced anything like that. But I think he's good for a touchdown. We talked about C.J. Conrad, him um, being targeted, I think he'll get a touchdown as well. So there's 14. Uh, David Bouvier, also a senior, I think he'll get one as well. So boom, we're up to 25. And I've been calling for it for weeks since the A&M game. I guess that gave me some hope that they will be able to score some more defensive touchdowns. But I think this is the week it happens, even though I've been wrong the past two. A defensive touchdown uh, scored by one of the seniors. I can't decide if it'll be Darius West or Mike Edwards. But one of those two will get a defensive touchdown. Um, and so... Kentucky will score a bunch of points, uh, way more than they have in the previous weeks, and basically blow out uh, Middle Tennessee by at least three scores. We will wrap with a couple basketball uh, nuggets that we didn't get to last night, including a little bit of a preview for the game that is coming up on Sunday and a recruiting note that happened yesterday as well. You don't want to watch the game, you need to watch the game. And I've been telling you guys about Sling TV for a long time. Listen, I got it, and here's why you should get Sling TV too. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never use because you just want to see some of the games? Sling TV is the best way to watch all kinds of sports. College football, college basketball, NBA basketball, NHL if you're into that, all that stuff. 30 bucks a month gets you ESPN, Pac-12 Network, SEC Network, and more. Stream on your big screen and all your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love, only better. No useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and as I always mention, you can upgrade or downgrade your package depending on what you're viewing at that time. Plus, you can cancel at any time. Right now, Locked On listeners can get a seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on. It's a free trial. you got nothing to lose. This is Locked On Kentucky. Your team every day. Okay, so one thing we did miss last night, I think, um, 
Kyle was the little, it wasn't drama necessarily, but a little bit of confusion with P.J. Washington in the starting lineup, uh, but then immediately taken out less than a minute into the game. And I think you were over there by P.J. when he was talking about it, but I found it kind of funny um, that he said he wasn't supposed to start. Nick Richards was the guy that everybody thought was going to start. Uh, but when the introductions started, P.J. Washington was announced, so he just ran through the line, and that is why Nick came in so quick, because he was supposed to be in the starting lineup. That's weird. What a what a strange and like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure PJ was in the like official starters even before the game tipped off, like in the uh, the official stat monitor yeah. that we have. So somebody obviously turned it in as PJ. Yeah. Very odd. I, I don't really get that. I mean, I know Cal likes to start Nick Richard sometimes just for confidence. The most famous incident, obviously, from a Kentucky standpoint, and I'm pretty sure you weren't covering Kentucky at this point, Kyle, but uh, for an NCAA tournament team, Tubby Smith accidentally wrote down Dwight Perry instead of his cousin Bobby Perry, and Dwight Perry actually got a start in an NCAA tournament game. He was a walk-on, and then he immediately fouled, and Bobby Perry came into the game. So that was an interesting thing and maybe brought back a memory. Speaking of memories that may be not too pleasant, with Kentucky fans, the Cadets are coming to town on Sunday at 6 p.m. at Rupp Arena. Who are the Cadets? Well, you of course you know who they are. They are VMI. Um, and Kyle, that game is one that is kind of just synonymous with major upsets in college basketball. VMI defeated a Billy Gillespie-led Kentucky team a few years back. And I, I just prepare yourself, UK fans, because... There's going to be a flashback moment on that broadcast. Yeah, that uh, I wasn't covering the team yet then either. Just listing off the players that they had on that team and like how in the world they one were not good in general and two like lost to VMI. It's yeah. amazing. They have Patrick Patterson, Liggins, and Jody Meeks, and Darius Miller. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's four guys that played in the NBA like multiple year NBA players and they lost to VMI. Yeah, that was, I I don't know how that ended up happening, but uh, we'll make so, kind of some, some quick predictions here. I think Kentucky wins relatively easily by at least 20. Kyle, what do you think about this game? Any any worry for UK? No, I don't think so. The, the kind of like disappointing thing about this, like it's like Kentucky opened with this great opener and then they have some other great, non-conference games down the road but man there's just this stretch of just total stinkers mm -hmm. um you know and and because of what happened against duke everybody wants to know like well how much progress are they going to make and we're not going to really know until they play north carolina um a couple days before christmas so that's uh you know we're just going to be all trying to parse meaning out of games that are more or less meaningless other than just trying to work on yourselves you know and like last night you know i think it's it was significant for pj to see some shots go down and for tyler hero to see some shots go down and um for a couple guys that are really struggling to get some confidence back and and maybe you maybe you get that out of these games ashton Hagens is the next guy i think that needs it you know nick richards is mr roller coaster horrible first game huge second game 19 rebounds and then another total egg laying um, in the third game, so um, he'll try to kind of get back on track. But no, I don't think I don't think 
Kentucky's in any real danger this time. Billy Gillespie's not walking <laughs> through that door. <laughs> oh, that's a good way to put it. Um, final quick note, as I mentioned, a little recruiting. Tyrese Maxey officially signed with Kentucky. John Calipari had a quick uh, comment on him through UK Sports Information Director, said he is an, has an unbelievable competitive spirit of Maxey. We are going to do a little bit more on recruiting next week when the early signing period for basketball wraps up. So stay tuned for that. We'll have a bunch of that coverage on next week's edition of Locked on Kentucky. Um, Until then, be following along at Locked on UK on Twitter. Find Locked on Kentucky on Facebook. You can follow Kyle at... Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. I'm on Twitter at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks to Lex Start Nutrition for sponsoring this edition of Locked on Kentucky. We will talk to you soon. You are Locked on Kentucky, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Wait, just uh, you, you heard SEC offensive lines? Yes, you Said he outmanned SEC offensive lines.